What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Strength From Above podcast, episode two. I'm excited. I have some. Uh, I have a very good message for you today. Um, hope you guys get inspired. I hope wherever you are listening, you are touched by this message and come to the realization that we need God in our lives, y'all. Um, all right. So today's uh, last episode, I was talking how I wanted to. I wanted to elaborate more on how what Christian living is on what living having a relation how it is having a relationship with God and 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 you know some of us think that it's this it's this whole like spiritual which it is but I think we go a little too dramatic into it and today I want to talk about holding on to God's promises we hear it all the time you know every situation that we go through every circumstance that we face it's just hold on to God's promises remember to God hold on to God's promises but I I feel like we don't get I feel like there's never an explanation on how to hold on to God's promises there's never an explanation on how to have faith and just say God I know you got this you're my father you're my creator um you love me unconditionally and you're gonna get me through this I feel like there's never an explanation for that. And today, I want to get, I want to try and explain that a little clearer to you. And I want to start with a verse, Exodus six, six. Um, <clears throat> that's right. Excuse me. Um, it's been a crazy week, man. Gas is being short and all that stuff. Like people are going crazy outside. Well, this is exactly what I, why I want to tell you: hold on to God's promises, so you won't go out there and do crazy, the crazy stuff that people are doing right now. Um. Exodus 6, 6 says, therefore, say to the Israelites, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. All right, that's one promise. I will bring you, I will free you from your oppression. Now, this is promise number two. I will free you from being slaves to them, and I will redeem you. Promise number three, I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with mighty Acts of judgment. Promise number four. I will take you as my own people and I will be your God. Then you will know that I am your Lord. I am your God who brought you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. So four promises. I want to I want to I want to talk about one today. I want to talk about I will free you from your oppressions. In our lives, we go through so much and sometimes we hear how. We're meant to be more. We always hear, man, you're meant to be more than 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 that. You're meant to be more than what you're thinking. You're not, you're not, you're not putting much value in yourself. You're meant to be more. There's always more. And I spoke about that last episode. I want to elaborate a little bit more on that. So we are meant to be more. This was this the guy that's in the center, well, it's God, right? But the messenger that God used was a guy named Moses. See, Moses grew up in the Egyptian palace. And he grew up as an Egyptian, as an Egyptian. But Moses wasn't Egyptian. He wasn't from Egypt. He was not an Egyptian, but he grew up as one. He was raised as one. He was cultured as one. While his people were in slavery for many years. Now, God called him out of that comfort of being in the palace, getting fed grapes. You know what I'm saying? All these all the luxury that that a palace brings, that a kingdom brings, brought him out of that comfort and said, I need you to go free my people. 
And I need you to tell my people, this is what I'm going to do. You've been in slavery for so long, so I'm going to free you from Egypt's oppression. I'm going to free you from your oppression. But what does that mean? We read through these things and we be like, you know, yeah, it's a nice story, but what does that have to do with me? Well, we always start to question how can promises, how can God's promises come to life? How can that happen if everything keeps happening to me? Every The same thing happens to me. Nothing changes. How can I hold on to God's promises? How can, how can you tell me that God is going to free me from all the addiction? That God is going to free me from all the lies in my life, from all the betrayal, from, all, from everything that, that's happening to me? How can you tell me that if everything is that? I wake up, same thing. I go back to sleep, I still have nightmares. I go, I wake up. Same thing. I'm depressed. I get panic attacks. I, I, you know, people don't love me. I'm, I'm always alone. Like, how do, how can I hold on to God's promises? See, here's the thing. God's promises doesn't change. What helps that move is you. Is you. And I'll tell you. The truth is, we think that. I'll, t I'll tell you how. The truth is that we. We think that, you know, okay, I'm going to start believing, you know, I'm going to start relying more on God. And we think that it's going to happen in a day. We think that, okay, it's not going to happen in a day. It's going to happen in a week. Okay, might not happen in a week. It's going to happen in a month. But here's the thing. You need to realize that you've been living your whole life outside of God's hands. Outside of a relationship with God. You've been living your whole life. In. Under your perspective. Under your rules. Under your. Whatever. It's always been you. Me, 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 me. Why does this happen to me? Why is this going on with me? Why, why am I this way? Oh, I'm like this and I'm not going to change. Oh, I do it this way because you did it to me that way. And. Come on now. It's not going to be days. It's not going to be weeks. It's not going to be months. You have to realize you've been living years under oppression. And just like you've been living years under oppression, it's not just going to take one minute to fix all that. You need to go through a process. There needs to be, there needs to be a breakthrough. There needs to be some reconstructing. There needs to be some rethinking. There needs to be a changing of the mind, a changing of the heart. And that's what God attacks first. The mind, the heart. So you can start thinking differently. So you can start acting differently. So you can start taking his guidance. We think that we could because we take his guidance for a couple of days. You, your life is going to change completely. Like, oh, I feel so free now. No, you feel emotionally free right now. But the enemy is going to attack you in every single way possible. The enemy is going to say, I don't want this person. He's not just going to sit back with his arms and be like, look at him. He's, he's, he's freeing himself. God is helping him. Man, I lost that one. That's where we think, that's where we start messing up in our thinking. Think about it. The enemy has had you trapped for years. He's told you that you're worthless. He's told you that you're not valuable. He's told you that you won't amount to anything. He's told you that everybody lies to you. He's brought people in you that have turned their backs on you. He's made you feel like a loser. He's made you feel alone for years. 
Things have been, you said it yourself, things have been happening for years. You, you have to develop, you have to, excuse me, you have to develop a mindset in when you start thinking differently. And that takes time. That takes time. See, the hardest thing, it happened with the Hebrews too. The hardest things for God's people was to, was to change their self-esteem. For years, they were slaves. And when they got out of Egypt, I'm getting ahead of myself, but when they got out of Egypt, I need you to, I need you to listen and listen close. When they got out of Egypt, Egypt was still in them. God made, God sent Moses, Moses helped, Moses guided them to the right path. But they wanted to hold on to something. They wanted to hold on to everything that they were enslaved to. And that's why it took them so long to reach the promised land. And many of them didn't. Because they were stuck in that stubborn thinking. They were stuck in their stubborn ways. They wanted to keep. They There was times where they would walk and they'd be like, you know what? We were eating this and this in Egypt and now we're eating bread and water. But they didn't know that was part of the process. It was part of the process. It was part, it was what they had to go through in order to reach the victory, in order to reach that land filled with milk and honey. But some of us don't want to do all of that. Some of us want to go on and living the same way we're living, but God, you got me. And that's the that's what I wanted to show you. That's what I want to talk about today. Like how we how we stay living in slavery to many things. To the internet, to a relationship, to friendships, to to many things, many things, many addictions, drugs, alcohol, um, and addictions don't have to be just drugs and alcohol. It could be something else. I, like I said, the internet it could be the trends, the things that are going on right now. Things are happening that you are attracted to, that you are attracted to because of the way that you think, because of the way that your heart is, where your heart is. So. So when they left Egypt, they were they were free from Egypt. But they were but they weren't free from Egypt. See, they left Egypt, but Egypt didn't leave them. It's like that saying, you can take a guy out of the hood, but you can't take the hood out of a guy. It's exactly like that. It takes time. It takes time. At some point in life, we find ourselves slaves and in bondage to something. And whatever it may be today, whatever it may be that you that you feel like you can't let go, whatever bad habit it may be. Um there's 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 many and I'm gonna be open about it, you know. There's porn addiction, there's uh smoking weed, there's there's this whatever it is that you may be going through, alcohol, um Watching too much TV, trust me, sometimes you don't know it. Uh, a Netflix addiction, you just binge watching every day. Like, you don't even know that the days are going by. You're just watching and watching. What? That's an addiction. That's an addiction. You know, sometimes we make fun of it on, we make memes and stuff that we, we binge watch Netflix shows and stuff like that. But this is very, this is very toxic behavior. It's It's not healthy. It's not healthy. You know, sometimes it's good to change the script. Pick up a book every once in a while. Pick up the word every once in a while. See what God has to say. 
That's how you hold on to his promises. His promises aren't just for you to just, you know, okay, I know it. I know it by memory. No, go back and see what you have to do. Go back and see what you have to do to get closer. Because the more you get closer, the more you'll see the promise reveal itself. The more you'll see the promise being kept. But we can't expect to do something. We can't, we can't expect God to keep his promises and we keep our same behavior. So, staying in that, staying in that mindset, you know, Arvin, I'm holding on to God's promises, but everything keeps happening to me. It's, it's, nothing's changing. Ask yourself, have I changed? What have I done different? See, a lot of us like to be carried and babied around, and we feel like that's what that's what it is. We feel like that when God created us, he created us to have dominion over the earth. And if he created us to have dominion over the earth and run the earth and manage the earth, most definitely he created us with willpower. With willpower to whatever it is that attracts us. No, that's not beneficial for me. So I'm not going to. It looks pretty. Hey, it looks good. It looks good. But I'd rather go this way. Because that's not going to help me in the long run. Looks good. It's tempting, man. I want to do it. I want to go out with you and party. I want to go out with you and get and get hammered. I want to go out with you and, and, and not remember a single thing that I went through this week. Because work was hard. Work was stressful. Work was uh, uh, painful. Work was, t- I'm exhausted. I want to go out there and not forget anything with you. But I'd rather do this because I want to hold on to God. I want, I, I want to hold on to God's promises. I want to follow his guidance. Right now, I have a feeling that what you're offering me isn't, isn't the best thing. But every, t- every time that God offers me his promises, Every time that God offers me his mercy, his grace, that seems good. And it is good. And it's been working so far. Change your mindset. Change your mindset. It took it took the Hebrews a long time. It took the Hebrews walking around the desert a long time. Walking around in circles, getting lost, getting hungry, getting thirsty. It took them going through a, a process of reconstruction, years of reconstruction, years of forgetting the, the mindset of a slave, years of forgetting that they are God's children, years of saying, well, if we are God, you know, sometimes I picture it like, I mean, like, imagine if we're God's children, why have, been, have we been slaves to the Egyptians for all these years? Why have we been slaves? Why couldn't he take us out sooner? Focus on what's going on now. Many of us have that resentment. Like, why is it taking, why all my life I went through this? Why did, why, why am I still going through this? Focus on what you're doing now. Focus on the change that is going to happen. Focus on what God is telling you to go through. On what God is allowing you to go through so you can grow and be stronger and speak about it later on in life. Because every single one of us have a testimony. Now, you can be, why am I suffering through depression? I've always believed in you. I've always held on to your your promises. No. 
when am I going to beat this depression? When am I going to beat all these things that I'm feeling? When am I going to shout victory? When? Doesn't matter when. I'm going to keep walking. I'm going to keep going because you got me. That's holding on to God's promises. I will free you from your oppression. That's promise number one. See, the desire to set people free is still in God's heart. He sees all of us as his children. In Luke 19, 10, Jesus himself makes it clear that he was, he was here to seek and save the lost. And I believe we live in a time where many of us are lost. Many of us are lost. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff going on in this world. There's a lot of stuff going on in this country. And and we're, we, we get lost in it. We get lost in it. We get lost in celebrity news. We get lost in movies. We get lost in everything that just catches our attention. Entertainment. We get lost in entertainment. Social media. Um, the social media is such a powerful thing now. It's 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 destroys people now. You know, it has the power to destroy people. It has the power to change laws. You know, all it takes is a bunch of likes and shares. It has the power to change your mind. It has the power to make you think different. It has the power to make you see things different. It has the power. It has so much power now, and we get lost in everything, and we forget the one true power, which is the power from above the one's true strength that we depend on we forget about it we get lost and we get enslaved to these things but if we hold on to God's promises if we hold on to his word if we hold on to his strength if we hold on to his guidance we can we can finally stop being blind because that's what this world has done it has made us blind and it has made us turn away from our one true dependency it has made us turn away from our one true love from our first love it has made us turn away from that strength from above from God it has made us turn away from our heavenly father and we've lost so much connection with him due to these things and that's why that promise still lives and that promise was just a was just a reminder of a promise that he made with Abraham Moses was fulfilling a promise that he made with Abraham. Understand this. When God says something, when God promises something, he will make it happen. Even if you don't follow it, he'll make it happen with the next person. If you disobey and you and you don't and you don't follow his guidance, he will make it happen with somebody else. See, God's promises remains. God's promises stays and he is faithful to it. He is faithful to his word. He does not turn back to it. And when he makes a promise, if you don't listen, guess what, buddy? He'll make it happen with somebody else because God's promises never failed. So take advantage of God's promises and be obedient. Take that step of faith. I know that it's hard. Sometimes it gets difficult. Sometimes we're just like, man, I don't want to do this. I'm waking up every single day. I'm feeling the same way. I feel alone. Uh, nobody's nobody's with me. Everybody's betrayed me. Everybody has left me. Uh, my parents don't approve of what I'm doing. My parents don't support me. Uh, you, you know, hey, sometimes... 
the stuff that you hear is not God's voice. And it's because you're so far away from him. You're so far away from him that now you yourself are putting yourself down. There's already enough people doing that. There's already enough people doing that. Don't add on by adding yourself. Talk positive about yourself. Change your mindset. Maybe things aren't working out right now. Maybe things aren't happening right now. But I'm going to make it happen. I'm holding on to that promise. God, you told me that you will free me from my oppression. I believe you and I'm going to keep walking. And I have faith that one day I'm going to be at that mountaintop and I'm going to shout victory. I'm going to shout, I made it because of you. All glory be to you. You helped me get here. Hold on to God's promises. Hold on to God's promises. That was promise number one. And I hope you stay tuned for promise number two. That'll be on the next episode. Stay safe. Stay blessed. I love you all.